Happy Monday and happy April. I'm so excited to record today's podcast. Um, sound quality should be pretty good. I'm not using AirPods, but immediately after I'm done recording and posting this podcast, I will be buying podcast equipment. So that being said, it should ship this week and we will have really, really great sound quality from here on out. Um, so today we're going to do success part two, because there's a lot that I didn't get to in the last success podcast from last week. But I actually wanted to start today with just because it's a brand new month, um, it's springtime. It just seems like a great time to have a fresh mindset, a fresh start. It's just a great time of the year. Um, so over the weekend, I actually sat down with a notebook and I just wrote down kind of the five principles that I'm going to live by for the month of April. And then if it goes well, if I like what I've laid out, I'm going to revisit all five of them in May and see if they're still true. See if they're the best principles that could be leading me. See if I want to get rid of any, change any. Um, and I want to share them with you. So the five statements, they're all kind of different categories. So one is just like, one is just personal. One is a fitness statement. One is a business statement. One is a spiritual statement. Um, and then kind of just a general statement. So I'm going to go through those with you guys and you are welcome to adopt these beliefs from me if they just feel really good and feel true to you. But I also encourage you just to take literally five minutes, just sit down with a notebook and think about the principles that guide your life and your actions and principles that will help you achieve what you want to achieve this month or this year or just in your lifetime. So number one my first statement is that I value the balance of hard, efficient work and spending quality time with family and close friends. And the reason that I have this on here, it's so funny. Last week with our team, we were talking about hustling and Jamie is such a hustler. She loves to hustle. She loves to work a lot. And I would say probably about half of our team is just like her. And then honestly, I'm, I'm the opposite. I, I don't love hustling. I love working really hard, but I like to spare my time. So I, I don't just kind of run around town, um, responding to what's happening outside of me. I really try to be intentional about how and when I plan for work and how and when I planned time with my family and close friends. Um, so that's just a nice reminder. I always try to take Sundays off if possible. I make exceptions every now and then, but it's just that one day that I get to reset, really spend time with Jared, um, spend time away from my phone, which as a real estate agent is very, very difficult. Our phones are our whole business. So it's just a reminder for me that I value working hard and working efficiency, efficiently, excuse me, but I also really value that quality time with people that I love. The second one is my spiritual statement. This is something, I don't know if I'm going through like a quarter life crisis or um, crisis is definitely not the right word, awakening, like a quarter life awakening. I just feel like I'm at that point in my life where I question everything. I question what I believe. I question why I believe what I believe. I think a lot about the purpose of life. I think a lot about death. I think a lot about what happens after I die. Um, 
And it just, it's a crazy thing that you really don't think about until you start thinking about it. You know, as a kid, you don't really think about your life's purpose, your life's purpose, or what happens when you die. Or like recently I've just had this, this feeling that I just love, I love fitness. I love that I'm an athlete and I'm 26 years old now. And I almost feel like I, in a way wasted the most athletic years of my life where I really could have been an athlete. And I just kind of was average at everything I did. And it's just now hitting me that not that it's necessarily too late because it's not, I have at least 10 more years where I could pick pretty much any sport that I want to and excel at it. But it just kind of hit me that like, wow, those, the best athletic years of my life in a way kind of are over. And it's not something, you know, with time, it's only going to become more and more in the past. And it just hit me so hard that I'm not old at all. And I'm still, I've still kind of missed some things in my life. Um, and anyway, we'll come back to the athlete part, but the second statement about my kind of spiritual statement, this is part of a little spiritual awakening that I had recently is life is a deeply personal journey and I must learn to navigate the balance of my internal and external worlds. And that might sound crazy to you. You might not really understand that, but I just realize more and more that my life is about me. And if my life is not about me, then who's it about? And I truly love spending time with myself. I love spending time with my brain, but I think there's also a lot of value and a lot of importance in being a part of society, you know, and it's just, it's going to be a constant balance between the two. Um, And that's one, like I said, you may not really fully understand that one. You may disagree with it, but it's just something that I was thinking about this the other day in that sentence, life is a deeply personal journey, just kept repeating my head. And it's just so true. It's, it's, everybody has a different journey in life and it is very, very personal. Um, so that's number two. Number three is my business sentence. I will ratify six contracts. I will find a way and I will fight until the last day of April. And the reason that I wrote it like that is I've been really excelling in my business the last month or two. Um, And that could be partly because of 75 hard, just the discipline that I've put into my life is paying off. Um, Could just be spring market. It could just be looking for opportunities. Um, Who knows? But... I think I, I think I can keep this success rolling. I think I can keep it going all year long. And the reason that I said I will find a way and fight until the last day of April is that if I only ratify one contract and it's April 25th, that means that I have five days to ratify five more contracts and I will fight every day to get the last five. It's never too late. You could ratify five contracts in one day, truthfully. So it's just a reminder to me that I can do it. And it's not, even if it's April 28th and I have zero, it's not too late. I've got two days left. The fourth statement is about my fitness, about being an athlete. And I wrote, I'm in love with being an athlete and it's incredibly important to me to give weightlifting my all. And this comes back to what I was talking about earlier. I just feel like 
I have so much athletic potential. I'm a naturally athletic person. I love working out, lifting weights, doing gymnastics, playing golf. I love being active. And currently I'm signed up to compete in two weightlifting meets. So I really just want to give it my all and see if it's something that I could excel at in the coming years. Um, it's definitely always been a passion of mine. I've competed in several USAW competitions. Um, I've done a strongman. I've done a bench press competition. I've done a lot. And it's, um, again, something that I just, I was okay kind of being average or a little above average. And I just want to give it my all and see what happens. See if I am really just average or if I push myself. I can be more than that. And then my last one um, is just kind of a kind of a general personal one. It says I will book one vacation, prioritize my house's needs, and saving money. So I think it's just kind of a general. I really want to take better care of our house this year. Just the little things that we kind of put off, little tiny projects that need to be done that keep getting pushed and pushed and pushed. So I took all five of these sentences and then I made five more sentences that were the concrete things that I'm going to do or think on a daily basis to help me just stay on track with these five principles. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope that it gets your mind running a little bit. Like I said, feel free to adopt any of those if they fit right with you, but I highly encourage you to do that for yourself. And it might just be one sentence. You don't have to do five. You could do 20. It doesn't matter, but just take some time to reflect what you want to accomplish and who you're going to be the month of April. Um, and then just to kind of go into our success podcast to work off of last week a little bit, after I finished the podcast, I realized there were so many things about success that I didn't even touch on, um, especially like character rather than actions. The last podcast was basically just actions and discipline and doing what you say you're going to do and pushing yourself. And that's all extremely important. But I think there's a whole other side of success that has to do with character and mindset that makes all of those actions so much easier to accomplish. And it makes discipline so much easier to instill in ourselves. Um, and the first thing is confidence. Confidence is one of those things. I feel like not enough of us have it. I think I've always been a relatively confident person, but the last two to three years of my life, I I've really focused on myself and on my confidence. And let me tell you what, it has skyrocketed. It's nearly impossible to embarrass or offend me, which I cannot say was the case three, four years ago. Um, I was a very, I guess embarrassed is the right word. Like speaking in front of other people, my face would just immediately turn red. Even if I wasn't embarrassed about what I was saying, I think just having people look at me while I speak cause like a physiological response in me that just made me red and hot and nervous. Um, and that really doesn't happen very often anymore. It might happen every now and then, but this is something, especially back in like high school, probably happened on an everyday basis. So it's just kind of cool to look back and see how much my confidence has grown. And the things that led me to be confident was just really, truly looking inwards and forgetting about outwards. And what I mean by that is 
focus on what you love about yourself. Focus on what you're good at. Focus on your value, what you have to offer the world and stop worrying so much about what other people think of you. Um, And that's the next thing is others' opinions don't matter. They should not matter at all, especially if it's a stranger, someone you don't care about, someone you don't know, a hater on social media, their opinions do not matter if your opinion of yourself is very high and if your opinion of what you're doing is very high. So when it comes to me in my life, I'm going to be unapologetically me. And if there's people out there who just don't like me or think I'm too much or think I'm too egotistical or whatever it is, I have to let them have their opinion, let them not like me and keep being myself. Because at the end of the day, I'm proud of who I am. I really like who I am. I enjoy spending time with myself and the people that are closest to me, you know, a couple of close friends, my business partner, my team, my boyfriend, my parents, even my siblings, their opinions do matter to me. And if they have something to say that maybe isn't the most positive about me, of course, I'm going to listen. And it doesn't mean I'm, I may or may not change something about myself, but their opinions do matter because they're people that love me and people that I love. And if they have a problem with me or something that I'm doing, I think that's worth looking at. I think it's worth at least spending some time with and deciding, okay, if mom doesn't like this, but I do, do I want to continue doing it? I probably do. Um, If my team has a problem with this, I need to look at myself and say, okay, can I see where they're coming from? Is this a problem? Is this something I want to change? Or do I see something they're not seeing that's going to ultimately help them or help myself? And I need to keep pushing. Um, And that's a lot easier said than done. But I think the more we practice it and the more time we give it, the easier it gets to really just not care what other people think, especially strangers. I feel like for whatever reason, those are the opinions we focus on the most. Like people who know nothing about us or just follow us on social media or something, for whatever reason, those are the people that get under our skin the most. And that makes no sense. That makes no sense at all. They don't They don't know you. They don't get to dictate your personality or your actions or your beliefs, unless you let them. And I think the most successful people in the world, the happiest people in the world are really good at letting other people have their opinions and still being themselves and not changing who they are for other people. I think another thing that successful people do and a quality that they have um, is that they know there is a solution to every problem and you just have to find it. I think the people that are most successful may or may not realize that they think and believe this, but they're the kind of people that's just going to make it happen. They're going to find the solution. They're going to figure out the answer to the problem and they're going to think bigger. Um, I think sometimes the goals that we set for ourselves are a little too modest, a little bit too realistic. You know, we set goals that we think it would be relatively easy to achieve. And what's the fun in that? How much growth are you going to get out of a goal? Let's say you have, you're doing a, let's say you're doing 75 hard and your goal is to lose five pounds. 
but you know that you probably should lose 20 pounds. Well, why not set the goal for 20 pounds? And that's a, that's a very random example. You want to make sure that you're, you know, consult with your doctor, make sure you're losing weight at a healthy rate. But over the course of 75 days, somebody who's overweight can lose a lot more than five pounds. So don't set your goal at five pounds just so you can guarantee you achieve it. Set your goal at whatever your goal is and see how that makes you think bigger and see how that makes you look for more opportunities or burn a few extra calories or make a little bit healthier of a choice because you have such a much bigger audacious goal to go after than just five pounds. Um, When you do 75 hard, and again, this is just an example, but anyone who's done it, whether you're overweight or not, you're probably gonna lose about five pounds. I didn't start overweight. Um, I can afford to lose a few pounds or a few percentages of body fat, but I think in the first like three weeks, I had dropped about six pounds. And really it's just a lot of that was the loss of inflammation because I am making a lot healthier choices. But I mean, it's, it's inevitable when you change your lifestyle that drastically. And for such a long period of time, period of time, you're going to lose a little bit of weight. So, and the goal could be anything. It might, you might not have any weight to lose or care about losing weight, but maybe your goal is that you want to read more. And so you say, okay, this year I'm going to read four books. Well, anybody could read four books in a year that takes little to no discipline, especially if they're smaller books. Why not make it 10? Why not make it 15? Why not do one book a month? You know, that's something that's actually going to require a higher level of yourself to complete if you're not somebody who reads all the time. Or maybe um, you're an entrepreneur and you're setting business goals. You know, don't set a goal that you already know how to reach it. If your goal is 50,000 and you can look at a piece of paper and say, okay, I just need to do this every day and I'll make 50,000. That's not a good goal. It's not audacious. It's not going to require anything higher than where you already are to achieve it. Why not set it at a hundred thousand? You know how to make 50 and now you're going to have to spend some time thinking and creating value. That's going to get you that second 50,000. And listen, the goal, setting a goal really is not about achieving the goal. And I'm going to say that again, setting a goal, the point of setting a goal is not necessarily to reach the goal, but it's to develop who you are in the process and become a greater version of yourself every single day in the process of trying to attain that goal. So going back to the $100,000 goal, if your goal is $100,000, you know you're pretty certain you can make 50. Okay, well, if you just set it at 50, you're probably just gonna make 50,000. But if you set your goal at 100, you know you can make 50, and you spend some time thinking about how to create more value to get that second 50,000, you may or may not reach $100,000, but you're probably gonna hit at least 80 or 85 or 90. And why sell yourself short? Why would you set the goal at 50 when you can prove to yourself that if you set the goal higher, you're gonna land higher? right? And I want you to really think about this. The point of a goal is not to achieve it. If you do achieve it, it's um, such an amazing feeling. It's like, man, it just feels good to accomplish something that, especially an audacious goal that you're like, Ooh, 
I don't know about this one. That's, you know, that's pretty high goal. And if you achieve it, it's like, wow, it's such an amazing feeling. But let's also think about this. How long does that feeling last? It's not like you ride a high for a week or a month. You know, you might ride a high for a day, maybe two days. It might just be a couple minutes. You may not even celebrate it. That's the thing about goals. It's, it's, you could have that feeling of success of attaining that goal every single day on the way to the goal, because you're becoming a better version of yourself on the way to this big goal that you don't know how you're going to reach. So just think about that. Think about why you're setting the goals you are. And is it really that important to you, whether you hit it or not? Or is it more important to you that you become a better version of yourself a more educated, a more resourceful, a more productive, a more valuable person every single day in the attainment of this quote unquote, maybe impossible or audacious goal. Um, and I think, I think right now I'm living proof of that. My income goal this year was 317,000. And it's a very, it seems like a very random number, but I broke down exactly what I would need to do in real estate, what I would need to do with my podcast, what else I might have to do on the side. I also coach CrossFit, so I included that in there. But it required me to break down the numbers and see, okay, I need to sell this many houses. I need to produce this many podcasts. I need to figure out how to do ads and how to do subscriptions and all this stuff that I have no idea how to do. But really at the end of the year, December 31st, if I've only made 200,000 or 250,000, I will be so ecstatic because number one, that's more than I've ever made in my life in one year. But number two, that is proof that I'm requiring more of myself than I did last year. And I can see that from the time that I started my business and being an entrepreneur, you know, I had a great first year and looking back now, I would never be happy with that now because that version of myself is not good enough anymore for the Lauren today. Lauren three years ago was great. Lauren three years ago was exactly where she needed to be. But compared to Lauren now, three years later, I know so much more. I have so many more resources. I have of stronger mindset, I have more confidence. And to produce the level that I did three years ago is really a disservice to myself and everyone around me because I've grown so much more. And you guys know how these podcasts go. I kind of just go on tangents. I just let my mind wander and say what comes out. <laughs> but um, I hope that I hope that you can really take this in and think about it. Think about your level of confidence and maybe compare it to a starting point where you can really, really see how much you've grown. And then also think about what's my next move? What's my next step? How can I get a little bit more confident? How can I accept myself for who I am a little bit more? And honestly, I think that is the ultimate key to happiness in life is just accepting who you are, accepting that you're human, loving yourself, appreciating everything about your personality, everything that's God, that God has given you to make you unique. We are all so incredibly unique. And the more you can be yourself and stop trying to copy other people or imitate other people. Let me tell you what, when I was a teenager and like early college, 
all I wanted to do was be like other people. I would get obsessed with somebody like on YouTube, a fitness uh, inspiration or whatever, bodybuilder. And it's like, I would want the hair that they had. I want to mimic the way that they talk and their personality. And looking back now, I kind of cringe at that. Why would I ever want to mimic somebody else? Because you're never going to be that person. You're like a knockoff version of them. And you're also holding the whole world back from the uniqueness of you because nobody is exactly like you. So I would say first and foremost, I should have started the whole podcast with this. Don't ever try to be somebody else. Figure out who you want to be, who you are, and grow into that person because nobody else can. Nobody else is you. And that's a really beautiful thing. And I think once you can realize that and accept it, it makes it a lot easier to love yourself because nobody's quite like you and nobody's quite like the person next to you. They're unique in their own way. And just accepting that you're human. You're going to make mistakes. You know, you might hurt people's feelings sometimes. And it's just part of the human experience that we all have. And I think the more that we grow and the more conscious we are of who we are, the better we get at just being a good human. And then um, the last two things, your opinion and the opinions of people that you love should be the only opinions that matter to you at all. And you might even shave that down to just your opinion, your opinion about yourself, because that's the one that really matters. If you have a problem with yourself, if you have a problem with your actions or your behaviors, that's all inner work that you need to do. But if you love yourself and you are proud of the actions that you take, you're proud of your personality and the way you treat people and Joe Blow down the street has a problem with you, that shouldn't even put a dent in your day. It shouldn't matter at all. You just have to let Joe Blow have his opinion, let him be upset about you for whatever reason, and you go on being happy and being yourself. And you, I think that's one of the leading principles to success because you really cannot spend time worried about what other people might think about the video you just posted or the business that you're starting or the new program that you're going to try. If you want to do it, if you know deep down, it's a good thing for you. It's a good thing for your mental health or your physical health. Nobody else's opinion matters. And lastly, we're going to find solutions to every problem and think bigger, demand a higher version of ourselves every single day to become more and more successful. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please share this with somebody you think it could make a difference for, or somebody who really just needs to hear a little nugget of something that was in here. Um, Please share, and I will talk to you guys next week.